Welcome to the Clay Young Show. So, this week, we're going to do something different. I want to do this every now and again here on the Clay Young Show, and that is just have a show with us, you and me. And we'll talk about random subjects, things that are just kind of on my mind, things that are in the news, things that may or may not interest you whatsoever. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get back to interviews next week as we talk with another Baton Rouge news, TV news personality. Kieran Chala is scheduled to be our guest. By the way, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about having Sarah Holiday on the show to talk about her candidacy for Baton Rouge mayor. That didn't happen because... Uh, I think there was a family issue that popped up and she texted me about needing to reschedule and that's why it didn't happen. But it will. Any candidate for elected office is certainly welcome to ask to be on the show. The only thing is, hey, I'm going to ask you real questions and I expect an answer. And because I don't have time limits, we're going to be here until you give me answers that I think the people want to hear and not bore the hell out of me in the process. How about that? But how are you? Welcome to the Clay Young Show here on Podcast 225, iTunes, and the Talk 1073 mobile app. You know, all this stuff is free, man. And that's a big deal. Good quality show, great quality audio, lots of great guests delivered every week. Trust me, I keep a pretty busy schedule, but I make time to make certain that this show happens because it's important to me and the feedback I get from people is also important that they're getting something from the people that we've had on the show. You know, Ted James was on here about three weeks ago, and he said that he would be announcing around April 1st if he was going to run or not. Now, Ted is a representative in the Louisiana House, and he's got his hands full right now. As an old buddy of mine used to say, he's got more on his plate than he can say grace over And so this week is kind of tough to get him on. And we were communicating via text earlier today about him coming on the show to talk about that. So we will cut him some slack because with all of this budget stuff going on right now, it's a it's pretty crazy time. And that's got to be priority number one in his mind. Uh, One of the other things in his mind has been what's going on in North Baton Rouge. And we'll get into some of that in the body of the show coming up in just a moment. But first up, I want to reiterate something we said last week here on the Clay Young Show. And oh, by the way, if you haven't if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet on iTunes, you need to get that done. Free show, hit the subscribe button. You don't have to wait on it. Once it pops into the inbox, and as some people know, it gets in there a little earlier than most people think. You'll see it when it pops up, and you'll get the audio on-demand content here at podcast225.com. Got some great surprises on the way that I may I may let that out of the bag before this show is over. All right, last week, again, uh, we told you about the third annual Smoke em If You Got Em fundraiser benefiting military veterans, and we told you that this year's beneficiary of the organization and the funds that we raise via the charity of local citizens will be the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. I've gotten to know uh, one of the people there 
over the last three weeks, and she is amazing, Michelle, who is with the organization. And next week on radio around the Capital Region and possibly across the state, I was talking to my buddy Moon Griffon this morning. I was over in Lafayette as I record this, and I did an hour with him on the air. We had a blast. <laughs> Moon is Moon is statewide in Louisiana, but we talked about next week being uh, the announcement, the kickoff of a lot of the conversation about the smoke em if you got them for this year and the Chris Kyle Foundation, named obviously in the honor of the Navy SEAL who lost his life tragically at the hands of another military veteran who was apparently dealing with all kinds of mental demons. And there are all kinds of veterans in the country from all over our military forces who come home from active battle and they bring with them the the scars of war. And so many of these scars are not ones that you can see. I have a friend of mine who used to talk about how his injuries are not ones that you could see by just looking at him. You know, they were in his head. And there's a lot of that in the country. And I think it's a shame that an issue like helping military veterans has become political. And that is actually something else we're going to talk about in the body of the show. It's how things that are common sense have become political. It's not a freaking Democrat or Republican issue to help people who go into these wars and fight on behalf of the country. Okay? They do that at the service of whoever the commander-in-chief is, whether it be a Democrat or a Republican. It doesn't really matter. They follow orders. So when they come out after being away from their families, after having uh, given up what they had here in, in the way of normalcy in the country to go do this in some godforsaken places, some of the places that our men and women go and engage the enemy, it's awful. And they come back. Many of them come back uh, to unemployment, to physical injuries. They lose limbs. You know, they lose eyes. They're they're disfigured. And it's a different public that they're coming back to. And they're programmed to go out and fight for the country. And it's, it's some sick violence that they're in across seas. And when people are criticizing the war effort or making criticisms about strategy. What they need to remember is the men and women who are there are following orders. So when they come back, we should do our job just like they did their job overseas and help them. That's a big deal. It's important to me. You know, I've never served in the military. I've got members of the military in my family, but I do love this country. And I've said this before that America is not determined or not identified by the people in politics or the people in government. The greatness of America is in the opportunity that so many of us have here. Even the poorest American is better off than most people in other countries. Now, that's not to say that it's perfect. But the people who go and fight on our behalf, they often are not the ones making the decisions to go do this. And I just think, personally, this is me, I think we owe him something. And that's why I came up with the concept of doing this event. And so this year, it is going to be about benefiting the Chris Kyle Foundation that it's it's so multifaceted when you think about it from 
who he was as a person, what he did in the military, and we all know the story about him being maybe the most lethal sniper in the history of the military, some have said. Whether you believe that or not, what he did was get rid of the enemy, and there was a lot of other, uh, there were a lot of, of other circumstances around that. And then he loses his life to another veteran. But the organization still helps military veterans and their families post-deployment. And so buying a ticket to this event on May 15th at Bent 77 in Perkins Row is like giving money toward helping our military veterans. And so the event is at 5 o'clock. Uh, we will let you know when you will be able to purchase tickets. You're going to be able to purchase them online and at some locations around Baton Rouge. The sponsor for this year's event, again, will be, or excuse me, the title sponsor will be Orion Instruments uh, locally in Baton Rouge. Don Sanders was the title sponsor last year. And before the event was over, he told me we want to do it again next year. Now, Don's son was a combat pilot and is now out of the military and will be, I think, doing some teaching in uh, Las Vegas or in Nevada. And they're so happy to have him home. And he talked about just the, the knots in the pit of his stomach and that of his wife when his son was doing what he was doing. Because you hope your kid comes home. He's proud of him, loves him to death, but just hopes he comes home. And I just think we ought to stop politicizing everything. <laughs> Not everything is politics. And so this event, I don't give a crap what your party affiliation is. I don't care who you're supporting for president. I don't care. If you care about the military, if you want to do a little something, if when this year is over, you want to be able to say you did something on behalf of military veterans, buy a ticket to this event when the tickets are available. Come out, have a great time. Uh, Other sponsors include my company, Clay Young Enterprises. We're in big on this thing, not making a dime. This is all about helping vets. Pest stop, do-it-yourself pest control. My buddy John Conroy, when I went to him three years ago to tell him I wanted to do this and I wanted him to be involved, he was like, absolutely, I'm in. And he was. Ben 77 Bistro, one of the owners there, Brian Dykes, same thing. Told him about the event. I thought I was going to have to pay him for the venue for, uh, for that event and he's in, he just jumped in. No, not doing that. Don Juan Cigars, providing the cigars for the event. And listen, you don't have to be a cigar smoker. It's outside. You can buy a ticket, come to the event. Jameson Whiskey is going to be there. You could be a teetotaler. Don't smoke cigars. Don't drink alcohol. But you want to support the veterans. Hey, come out and drink a Coca-Cola. Or Sprite or water or whatever the hell. Just come out, buy a ticket, come out and support this cause. This is the third one. We've done $20,000 over the last two. I'd like to do twenty grand for the Chris Kyle Foundation this year. And I think we can. Last year, I think we really would have, really would have blown it out, but it rained. And so this year, you learn. I think failure has a great benefit because it teaches lessons. I think in, in many cases in life, you can learn more from failing than you can from winning. And sometimes that's the truth. And this year, what we're going to do based upon what we learned last year is have tents at the ready if the Louisiana weather does what the Louisiana weather will do. 
So smoke them if you got them. 2016, benefiting the Chris Kyle Foundation, presented by Orion Instruments in association with Ben 77, Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control, Jameson Whiskey, Don Juan Cigar Company, CYE, and a host of others getting involved. Patriots for Freedom is involved. Patriots for Freedom is a local nonprofit that I'm a part of. Uh, A couple of other business guys, myself, are involved in this. It is basically an organization that we founded to support the organizations that help military veterans. My buddy Bobby D'Angelo is going to be there. He's going to have custom-framed flags that you can buy, and the donation that you make in buying that flag goes to this organization. Let's show up and show out Baton Rouge. I've been bragging on y'all on the capital city, on the capital region, on Louisiana. Been bragging on y'all. Don't make me look bad. All right? All right. We'll come back after this and talk a little bit about North Baton Rouge. Trump, Cruz, (laughs) Batman versus Superman. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going there. And a whole lot more next on The Clay Young Show. Don't move it. Just getting started. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Clay Young and John Conroy here. John's the founder and owner of Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control. Killing mosquitoes is a big deal. It's about comfort, but nowadays it's about safety as well, right? It really is. I mean, there's been a lot of buzz in the air about That's right. the Zika virus. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your experts are saying that, well, you know, the mosquitoes here don't carry that virus. Yeah. You want to put your family at risk on that? Better to be safe than stupid. A- absolutely. And this isn't brain surgery. Right. You know, you, you can spray your yard and under your foliage and put out a product that will last a good three months between applications. So I just wouldn't risk it. And it works for you anyway, and you save lots of money by not having to go to the big box stores. You really do. So how can we find this product? In Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue, right next door to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's in the same shopping center as Sherwin-Williams. On the West Bank, we're on the Palco, just past the Harvey Bridge. And in Baton Rouge, we're at 806 O'Neill Lane. Welcome back to the Clay Young Show. All right, welcome back. Let's get right to it. North Baton Rouge, no matter where you are, there are parts of every city that struggle with poverty. And where there is poverty, there is also crime. It isn't always the truth. It's just the truth on many, and some may say most, uh, of the cases around the country. And it's been a big part of the discussion here in Baton Rouge with the race for mayor coming up this fall. Here is my take on that. I do believe that there is a need for opportunity in North Baton Rouge. I think that if you create economic development in an area and you give people an opportunity to work and pull themselves up by their own bootstraps and have something for themselves, that not only does it give value to an area, it also changes a mindset about possession. 
Okay, give people a chance to own something. But I think you give people a chance to own something by allowing people an opportunity to earn something. That's just me. I think for kids who come from broken households where Papa is a rolling stone, and that's a subject for another day. And the mother may be ill-equipped in some cases to take care of the kids, specifically the young men or the little boys who grow into young men with all of these influences. I do think you have to address that. I'm not in favor of any kind of social engineering or anything like that, but I think there are there are effective programs that we can encourage without the government has having to be involved. I think you incentivize investment by companies. Kids today have an almost mastery level understanding of technology because it's what they use. When I was a kid, cell phones were the size of VCRs. Now, I know some of you don't know what the hell a VCR is. Google it. Now, you walk around with an entire hard drive in your pocket. I think that there are companies out there that could use the innovation of our young people to make them fall in love with innovation and with productivity and teach them how their talents are worth something because I think they are the brightest generation. I think this generation is the brightest one. And in North Baton Rouge, I think the conversation has to be more about opportunity in the way of economic development. As it relates to crime, I think the community has to own up to people in the community who are killing people in the community. You can't ignore that. To be clear, you can't ignore young black men killing young black men, shooting up houses, beating the hell out of one another, beating them to death. You can't ignore that stuff. Yes, it is a reflection of what's happening in the house or what's not happening in the house. That's true, but you can't ignore it. You got to do something about it. Do I know what to do about it? No, I can't pretend to know. All I know is I volunteer a lot of places and I try to help where I can, when I can. It's important to me to help. But you can't ignore that. And there are people who can make the investment who are asking, okay, what about the crime? If I make a half million dollar investment in a business or a million dollar investment in in a business, hell, a hundred thousand dollar investment in a business, how can I be assured that after two weeks of business, a front door won't get kicked in or my cashier or person working there won't get held up? That's a real thing. It's a real thing. So you got to address that too. Just my opinion here. Do I think the area is worth the investment, the discussion, and the time? Absolutely. Absolutely without doubt. Don't even hesitate. But I think all of the parties involved should come to the table and really honestly talk about what they think the options are, the solutions are. And just maybe the two sides working together can come to some conclusion that can improve things and leave politics out of it. Make it about knowing that when people are employed and they're making money, they're less likely to be involved in criminal activity. Where schools are functional, effective, and addictive, kids are less likely to drop out or be in trouble. Now, that takes takes time to do that. And it takes people who are willing to be a part of that process without having to have their name on it. And I think they're good people. In fact, Gary Chambers, who is uh, uh, one of the local commentaries, he has a a local publication uh, in the Baton Rouge area, 
contacted me, I think last week, and then asked to come sit down. And we sat down at my office earlier this week and had a constructive conversation. I consider it a very constructive conversation. And we got a chance to talk about that part of the city. And we were honest. It was respect. I mean, we got it was a great conversation. It there was I don't regret anything about it at all. I got a chance to share some things with him about things that I've done off the grid in terms of volunteering and helping out that are important to me. And that was between he and I. So I'm not going to share that here. But what I can tell you about the conversation is that it was a very good one and I enjoyed it. I don't I really don't have a problem talking with anybody. And I give him credit for saying, hey, let's sit down and talk. Uh, Maybe we may disagree about some things, but let's have a conversation to see if there's an area where our views can intersect. And then we can talk through where we have differences. And what he found was we agreed more than we disagreed. Our styles may be different, but you know what? He's got a right to his own style. It's not my place to tell him what his style ought to be. But I think there are lots of people who see what's happening there, who know that there is a need for change. And I'm hoping that we can be civil in the way we go about it and have real solutions and a real plan. As it relates to having a hospital up there, and I'll I'll get off North Baton Rouge in just a second here. As it relates to having a hospital there, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's money for it. And I think the, the attitude of people in the northern part of Baton Rouge who use the emergency room like a clinic has to be changed, but it's going to take time. And I know that frustrates people, but I just, and that's the way it works. But you know what often happens in politics that is frustrating, but is consistent? It's this. When something blows up, the frustration boils over about what needs to happen to fix it, and, but it's going to take time, but we need to take the time to do it. But here's the thing. There are lots of people who see the trend building years ahead of the explosion and don't either don't say anything or don't care. And then when the explosion says it takes time. Well, you know, if you start speaking up about what's about to blow up before it blows up, maybe there's no explosion. And maybe there are people with hurt, hurt feelings. I think someone says the the truest expression of compromise is is when no one's 100% happy. How's that work in politics? Doesn't, right? Again, I don't have all the answers about what happens up there. I don't think this has to be about race. I think this, I think this can be about progress, and, and, and I think it should be about ideas that can help everyone. And do it without having to make the government larger, but I think with providing opportunity to people who want to take advantage of it, but also doing something for the kids in these areas who I think deserve it. Now, I don't think that has to be by way of the government. I think there are, there are many, many people in North Baton Rouge and inner city communities across the country who are involved. In fact, I had a buddy of mine who used to be an elected official here comment about my uh, interview with Stephanie Regal in the business report earlier this year, talking about leaders in the black community. And I said that they're there. There may not be enough of them, but they're there. And I don't say there may not be enough of them as a criticism or as a shot. I'm just saying it takes more because the need is is greater there. But poverty has always existed. Crime has always existed. 
Crime exists. Crime exists in in continents uh, all over the country, and not just terrorism. So it's never really going to go away. But I do think you can bring it down some by having smart ideas and actually people who want solutions and not uh, just opportunities to be seen. And I'm not saying that's everybody there. And and I'm not even saying I'm not saying that's anybody there. Just one man's opinion is if we can sit that. Listen, I was a part of a forum. I was asked to, uh, to moderate a forum in North Baton Rouge yesterday as we sit and record this. It's for House House District 29. That was vacated by the passing of State Representative Ronnie Edwards, who, as some people in the capital city region where I am know, died of cancer. She had been battling that for some time. And the forum was a long day, but, you know, I I was asked to volunteer and do that. So I did it. So I went and I did that. And it's a Democratic seat. All the people running are Democrats. And there were three guys two ladies. You want to know who these people are? Look it up for yourself. And the forum talked about many of the issues of that district. It was so civil, so about ideas. Nobody took shots at one another. Now, one, I probably would have, not probably, I would have shut that down, but I didn't have to, just to be honest, didn't have to. So I think those kinds of discussions being able to sit down and have those kinds of discussions. That's how you help things. Real ideas. And keep the fools out of the room. If there are any out there, don't let them in the room. Passion is fine. Passion is great. I love passion. When I say fool, I mean people who only want to come and cause trouble for the sake thereof. Who aren't interested in solutions. They just want to cause a ruckus. And that might be, well, I'll save that. (laughs) All right, moving on. Ted Cruz, Donald Trump arguing over their wives. That's the dumbest thing. (laughs) You know, I think Trump's appeal is that he doesn't care about how he's perceived. And there are people who like him because of that. I'll tell you, I don't believe Donald Trump is a racist. I just don't. I think he says inflammatory things and I think he knows he's saying inflammatory things but I do not believe he's a racist and I I will just say this to people and I think this is fair for people on both sides of the political aisle candidates on both sides of the political aisle as we watch this I don't think we can judge totally what someone has said based upon a, a single sound bite Because sometimes out of context, you don't know. Now, does that mean that everything Trump has done has been great? No. The whole thing with David Duke was stupid. I don't buy for a second he didn't hear that question. I think Trump did not want to lose support by people who might agree with with David Duke. But I don't think that's about him being a uh, a racist. I think that's about him being a politician and just wanting the votes. And let me break this to you, folks. He ain't the only one who practices that line of politics. Lots of people do on both sides of the aisle. And trust me, I could name names. I'm the guy who can name names about people who play that on both sides of the aisle. I just won't. So it doesn't surprise me. It's what's done. It's how the bread is baked. It's unfair. It's dishonest. And water is wet. What else is new? 
But I think he's probably, he's likely to get the nomination unless the fight at the Republican convention goes down. And it's looking more and more like it's going to go down. And there is a shot that in November, the first Tuesday on the ballot, on the Republican side, you could see the name Paul Ryan. Real thing. Now, Trump is not disciplined. He doesn't talk about any specifics. We don't know what the hell he really would do about anything. All we know is he's run the greatest campaign in the history of ever. He's got more supporters. He's got 8 billion supporters supporting him in his race for the White House. There are only 6 billion on the planet. He's got 8 billion people supporting him in his race for the White House. But you know the thing about him that makes him popular, makes him magnetic, that you can't look away from it. It is the fact that he is being who he is. He ain't rehearsed. Now, whether that makes him dangerous to the future of the country, I don't know. Because I'm telling you, politicians rarely ever show you who they really are. They play characters. They become the person you want them to be. And the people that I've worked with, I just tell them, be who you are. Actually answer questions, which means you have to research the issues. People just roll their eyes and turn their heads away when most politicians start talking. Because you know you're being fed a line of bull crap. But with him, it's like, eh, it's who he is. He says he wants to build a wall. First of all, I think people ought to come here legally. I think we ought to welcome anybody who wants to come to America legally. Go through the process. The process is the problem. I've got somebody who works for me who's an immigrant. And the issue is the, is the process. But yes, you should come here legally, especially in light of this terrorism issue that we're dealing with. His incendiary language. He's playing a character, folks. I'm telling you, he's keeping you fired up. And the bottom line is it hasn't hurt him. Actually, Trump is playing the same kind of populist playbook that Barack Obama played almost eight years ago. Or eight years ago, I guess I could say. He's speaking to people's frustrations about something. And that's why it's working. Remember, eight years ago, people said all Barack Obama says is hope and change. He doesn't tell you specifically what's he want to do. And he packed stadiums all across the country. And he won. Now, granted, McCain wasn't the candidate that the Republicans really wanted to get behind. And guess what's happening? Hillary ain't the candidates many Democrats want to get behind, which is why Bernie Sanders is relevant only on media. He ain't winning the nomination. So who knows? Republicans want to stop him because Republicans are worried about the damage Trump is going to do to the party. I'm saying, where have y'all been? (laughs) These wounds have been self-inflicted for a little while. Allowing some of the spending and the legislation and the things that have gone on. Come on, man. I don't think Trump really thought he was going to get that far along the way. And I think there's somewhere along the way he's like, man, (laughs) I might get a shot at this. And then it was like, hey, I'm going to win the nomination. So we've got a fight ahead of us. Ted Cruz, 
I think Ted Cruz's problem is he's not believable. There's something about him that just is weird. Something about him is just weird. I don't know what it is, and it may not be that the man is weird at all, but when I look at him, something makes me go, yeah, just this. what is that about him? So I got some sound I want to play for you, okay? It's Ted Cruz doing auditions for The Simpsons. Just listen to this. Hi, I'm Ted. With Harry Shearer retiring, I'm auditioning for any part I can get in The Simpsons. Smithers. Mr. Burns. Release the hounds. Excellent. Heidly ho, neighbor. Ned Flanders. Oakley, neighbor Reno. One of the great exchanges between Homer and Lisa. Seriously? Dad, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat animals. But Lisa, animals are so delicious. There's the animal we get bacon from, the animal we get ham from, the animal we get sausage from. Dear God. Dad, that's all the same animal. Oh, sure, Lisa. A magic animal that all the wonderful foods come from. Kang and Kodos. Who? In one of the great classic episodes when they run for president. I'm running for president now. And, you know, it's really tough. Forward, not backwards. What the hell is that? Upwards, not downwards. And always twirling, He's spinning around. I have been told many times, I have a face for radio and I have a face for animation. Okay. Not going to touch that last line. uh, But it's just interesting. And I saw that and I'm going, you know, it just... uh, it's kind of like when Romney came to Louisiana and talked about, I, 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 I like grits. It's like, what? what? And so, now listen, Trump's got some goofy ones out there too, but most of his are chronicled if you watch The Apprentice, and I did not. I mean, <laughs> him saying two Corinthians? Two Corinthians? Come on, man. Nobody on your team told you better than that? Two Corinthians? But you know what? And, and then he says... I'm a really good Christian. <laughs> and so people look at him and go, you laugh at him. You say, oh, that's so ridiculous. But you know what? He's being who he is. He is a billionaire. People believe that he can build something because he has. And he's not afraid to say crazy stuff. And I think there is a rubberneck factor to that. Do I think we should have presidential campaigns or any campaign that has such silliness? Listen, y'all. That horse has been out of the barn a long time ago. I could run that down for you on both sides, but we don't have the time for it. I actually have, uh, and, and we hadn't started on Hillary Clinton yet, who people don't trust. She's got great support among African Americans across the country because black folks love the Clintons. And here's my opinion on that. People have the right to support who they want to support. Again, it's back to what I told you before. I think you're a lot happier if you don't try to think inside of other people's heads. It just, it's easier. (laughs) But she's having trouble right now because she's got an authenticity issue. And I have an example that's one of the funniest ever that I'll share with you where I don't know what the hell she was trying to do, but... You just listen to this and tell me if you can figure it out. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far <laughs> from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I 
don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. I just, I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, she, <laughs> she was speaking in a black church in Selma, Alabama in 2007. Uh, and uh, I just, uh, I just, wow. I don't feel no ways tired. <laughs> I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Oh, man. She got the crap kicked out of her in that election, too. <laughs> and it's just, I don't, it's, and it's the same with Cruz. Cruz, Ted Cruz is defending his uh, wife against Trump. <laughs> and he's quoting dialogue from the movie American President. Bernie Sanders hangs in because he's an unabashed socialist. He'll, he's That's who he is. And first of all, I really don't believe we ought to be supporting a president who is a socialist. That's just me. One person's opinion. I'm just telling you it's going to be funny and fun this fall. It's also a shame, but I'm also of the belief that my faith and confidence is not in who is in the White House. And that's pretty much the way I leave it. Uh, I think that on a political level, especially nationally, Democrats and Republicans are more alike than people will admit that they are. It's not totally the same, but they're very, very alike in a great number of ways. And to me, it's all about the issues. How do you shrink the deficit? How do you keep the terrorists, the Islamic terrorists who want to kill us from killing us? Radical Islamic terrorists. How do you keep them from doing that? That's the serious discussion. That's all I care about. How do you keep them from killing innocent men, women, and children? And by the way, that's what they hope to do every day. How about that? Mm -hmm. How do you fix the education system in the country? Like, really, how do you do it? Not some public relations policy that's only meant to get oohs and ahs, but actually a plan that is going to bring about solutions. That's all I'm saying. That's what I want. That's what I think most of you want. How do we save money? How do we keep more money in my pocket and less money out of the government's pocket? Because money in my pocket is also spent to help organizations and people who need it. I don't need the government to tell me that. I actually know that and I practice that. I think a lot of you do. How do we make certain you want to talk about equity? You want to talk about equality? How do we make certain that every man, woman, and child who wants a job can get one and is qualified to get one? Is that wrong? Notice, I didn't say party one way or the other. I'm talking clearly about helping people and helping people by getting out of their way. That's what you can do. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far.
far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. That's what I'm saying. Now let's talk about Batman versus Superman. Saw the movie over the weekend. Oh boy. Oh boy. Kids will love the movie. Kids will love the explosions. Kids will love the gadgets. Kids will love the movie. Adults who may go see this movie, particularly in IMAX or 3D, could possibly get an aneurysm. But kids will love the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it positive because, you know, I listen, I appreciate people who make movies and I want, you know, make money. I'm a fan of people being successful. I just am. I'm not a hater. I, hey, make money. Do what you do. Kids will love the movie. Some adults may leave with a migraine and I may or may not have been one of the adults who left with a migraine. Uh, the story is kids will love the movie. Kids will love the movie. Um, the plot. Kids will love the movie. Kids will love the movie. Kids will love the movie. Yep. That's about it. Adults might leave with irritable bowel syndrome. But kids will love, love the movie. I saw some happy children leaving the movie. There, there were lots of explosions in that movie. In fact, a lady was walking out of the theater and I caught her out of, out of my periphery there walking towards the door and there was a, uh, I just happened to see her and as I'm looking at her, there's a big boom, scared the hell out of her. She almost fell down. But kids love the movie. See, I got all the way through that <laughs> without saying one negative thing about the actors or anything like that and... uh Yep, kids will love the movie. Awful! <clears throat> kids will love the movie. Yep. So what else do we have here today? What else we got? We talked about Trump and his outlandish comments. I don't, you know, I think Paul Ryan has a shot at being the nominee. I think, uh, I think Trump, if he, ra- if I think Hillary Clinton at this point, my gut says, and based upon the pattern of people, I think she can beat Ted Cruz. I do not think she beats Donald Trump. And Bernie Sanders is not going to be the nominee on the Democratic side, so it doesn't matter to talk about him. If Paul Ryan is the nominee, now we'll see what's happening. The numbers that Trump is getting across the country in terms of turnout and following, you can't ignore that. People tried to ignore it when Barack Obama ran for president and said that, you know, you can't take that seriously. These are just kind of the uh, window dressing political followers. And guess what happens? He blows John McCain away. Okay. You just you can't ignore this. Now, will he fall on his face? I'll be honest. There have been at least three times that I thought, oh, this is it. There's no way he recovers from this. And he did. So I don't know. I'm just saying the guy just seems to have tapped into something that is unlike anything else. And is he qualified to be president? I'll be honest with you. I don't know that he is 
because I haven't really heard him talk about any ideas. But here is what he is qualified to talk about winning at things in life because he has. He's failed at some things in life, too. He's just had bigger failures than a lot of us. But I guess we'll find out. Again, everybody's got a right to support who they want to support, whether it's Clinton or Sanders or Cruz or Trump or not want to support any of them. I think you take a stand. I think at this point you're looking at the crowd, but I just I kind of don't take the tact of criticizing people who haven't come to a political conclusion yet. Your vote, your choice, your right. But I'm telling you, these parties are closer together than they are apart. It's a sad truth, but it's a truth no less. You know, it is a sad truth. So is this. I don't feel no ways tired. I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Oh, man. That is so awful. It's just... (laughs) It's just awful. Hey, go see Batman versus Superman. Especially if you need a reason to feel better about not having seen the movie. And oh, by the way, on the whole thing, I've gotten a couple of comments on Twitter and Facebook about who I'm supporting for president. Make no assumptions about me, and I don't tell you who I'm voting for. So, never said who it is, who it's going to be. That's my business. Do I ask you who you're voting for? No. Okay, just leave it at that. I believe in accountability in government. I want the government smaller. I want the government more efficient. But as it relates to who I'm voting for, nah. I'm not trying to have anybody make a vote for one person or another based upon who I voted for. Not really my place in the game. All right, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this. We'll come back and wrap up the show just after this. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. This is the Clay Young Show on Podcast225.com. It's been fun spending time with you, just you and me. And again, man, this election this fall is about thinking for yourself, coming up with solutions, whether your choice in this fall's election is Trump or Cruz or Mrs. Clinton or Bernie Sanders or whoever, because <laughs> there could be other names. I just hope that uh, that you do research on who you cast your vote for, because it's worth something. It is worth something. Don't forget the third annual Smoke em If You Got Em takes place May 15th at Ben 77 Bistro in Baton Rouge. And on next week's show, we're, we will tell you where you can get tickets to the event. And hopefully I will see you there. Had a great time. Oh, got, a, got an announcement. Not really an announcement. Oh, okay. Maybe an announcement about something that we will be doing differently at the event this year at Smoke'em. So hopefully we will see you there. 
Guys, enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully you have enjoyed this show. Don't forget you can catch us every week here at podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Tell somebody about us. And listen, when you download the show on the iTunes app, give us a four-star rating there. Yeah. Show people how much you enjoy what we're doing here. We put work in. Let me tell you, I don't get paid extra for doing this show. I guess I kind of wouldn't, but I don't get paid extra for doing this show. I do it because I enjoy it. Gives me a chance to still do some radio similar to audio. You know, audio on demand is similar to radio. Gives me a chance to still do that and talk with movers and shakers and get them to tell you their stories. And I really enjoy it. And I'm glad that people enjoy it as well. So again, thanks for listening to the Clay Young Show here on iTunes, the Talk 107.3 mobile app, and on podcast225.com. Have a great one. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.